Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Ten Dead Rats. That's us. That is indeed us. Coming to you live with our exciting Warhammer Fantasy and D&D mashup. Um, Welcome. Welcome. Does anybody have any uh, announcements for our lovely viewers tonight? I think I forgot to ask that before I went live, so sorry. Put you on the spot. (laughs) Sounds like a no. No. Nope. Sounds nope. like a no. Okay, great. Well, happy to have um, happy to have Max back with us tonight. Max, um, I think the question everybody wants to know is, did you watch the last episode? Certainly not. No. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think to, you I'm would. Trying, no, I'm trying to maintain diegetic here. You know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna watch an episode my character did not witness. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. That, I think, would be highly inappropriate. And if anyone did that, I'd be upset with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, we're looking, looking forward to some surprise discoveries as we play tonight. Well, Although, actually, it occurs to me that if in-universe Bruno was just there and being quiet, then I should have watched it. But nope. I didn't. Nope. I, Bruno that's, was... That's to me that, now, so. Let us just yeah, say that Bruno was unaware of the passing of events. Perfect. Uh, that happened Perfect. in the previous show. Same. Man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. All right, so uh, let's get going then and find out uh, what what's what's uh, what is in store for for Bruno and the rest of our lovely oh, cast on in tonight's episode of Ended Rats. All right, so last week on 10 Dead Rats, uh, the party made their way through the outer bailey of Castle Wittgenstein, uh, having met up, uh, having reconvened after a large contingent of guards left the the castle. Uh, They rejoined, uh, began to explore one of the buildings of the outer bailey, discovered, uh, encountered a, a, a certain Sergeant Kratz, uh, who they managed to talk their way around and convince that they were indeed just um, normal guards, uh, because Indigo and Mina were both dressed in full guard plate armor with the visors down and everything, and Yeffi and Bruno uh, were uh, secured in backpacks on Indigo and Mina's back. Uh, it was discovered that travel. yeah, uh, Bruno was uh, appeared to be snoozing away over there, a little this little light <laughs> snoring coming from the backpack. <laughs> wow, party was uh, excited. Bye. <laughs> um, after talking their way around those guards, uh, eventually the party um, followed Sergeant Kratz across the courtyard, uh, back into the tower across the way, uh, where they found a group of skeletons uh, in the in the bottom floor, which Mina was able to raise forth her staff and command to go and attack Kratz. Nice. Uh, the group then yeah. continued to explore the remains of the tower, heard a <laughs> some kind of combat going on on the floor above them, eventually rushed up to discover what was up there, and uh, found that Sergeant Kratz was there with Captain Hegel, and uh, uh, had had destroyed the remains of the skeletons. 
there was a slight attempt, I think, to uh, to finesse their way through that. But uh, it seems that Captain Hagel was himself uh, no longer with us. Uh, nothing more than a skeletal remains encased in a in a suit of armor. He was able to detect the power emanating from Mina and uh, commanded Kratz to retrieve the staff for his own use, and combat was uh, joined. Uh, and notably, uh, Sergeant Kratz at some point was beheaded. Uh, that was exciting, exciting moment. And uh, Mina decided that the remains of his corpse would be a useful tool in the fight with the captain, and so again empowered her staff to cause him to stand up and... <laughs> And join the fight, the headless uh, headless corpse of, of Kratz. At least not, what not. Indeed. You but you were able to just make the corpse do it? Yeah, it was sick. Oh, maybe he was already some kind of undead. Weird. Oh, well, that's he cool. Was, yeah. I made him undead. It's fine. Everything's fine. After finally taking out uh, <laughs> Captain Hagel, uh, Indigo reluctantly... Uh, scrubbed out Kratz's armor as um, the group proceeded across the uh, outer uh, from the outer belly across the the guardhouse positioned on the strange sort of central pillar of stone to the inner belly uh, which hangs on the cliff edge uh, and is the part of the castle that juts out over the river um they made their way across, discovered many terrifying things in the inner valley, decided to avoid most of them, and made their way straight to the Great Hall uh, in hopes, I think, of finding uh, Lady Marguerite. And they've just just entered just entered the uh, the main Great Hall, and uh, you know if you think about it. And like, look at what we did, and act. If you like, think about it as if like this was a plan we thought up and then acted upon. That's a great plan. Like we had it's a great plan, and we're a very yeah. efficient unit. Mm -hmm. It's okay. convenient that it happened with us just sort of making it up as we go along, that's, but like sneaking that's... into a castle, <laughs> getting most of their force to leave, assassinating their leaders, and impersonating one of them to in uh, infiltrate the castle is like dang. It's that's it's, that's uh, why we don't lay out the plan so that we can let our improv skills power <laughs> most of the difficult decisions. When we try to plan it out, it doesn't work. Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> right. Well, it does. It seems to be going well. Seems to be going well. Uh, but I was going to narrate the beginning here from the perspective of Bruno. So Bruno, uh, you um, were curled up in a backpack. Uh, knew some stuff was going on, heard Mina moving about, heard the tromp of feet. Uh, but it's very warm, comfortable in the backpack. Oh, yeah. You found yourself, you found yourself just feeling a little peckish, so you reached into your pouch and pulled forth one of those old meat pies to have a little nibble. And, wow. Uh, with a, with a, those with things a, are pretty old. Uh. With, a, with a full belly and feeling all warm and cozy, you drifted off to sleep and had strange dreams of... Uh -oh of all kinds of things that shouldn't have faces with faces. Uh, all yeah, your dreams yeah. were full of of talking mushrooms and talking uh, organs and t talking scalpel and talking body parts that had been severed from their original 
uh, human mm. forms, all promising you great power if you would just oh. devote yourself to the changer of ways. Hmm. And seemed very okay. enticing. It seemed very enticing, and you slowly come to uh, your head. Your head's a little groggy. You you reach around to try and feel for the little rat, and it's just not. You're not sure where he is. You're patting around. Oh. Hmm. Where'd he go? Francis. You hold. You hold up the other hand. You may be trying to tempt him with the meat pie, and are horrified to see half of a large mushroom, a half-eaten. Chaos mushroom clasped uh. in one hand, and you suddenly feel this strange rumble in your stomach. Give me a give me a will test, please, or will a will save, as it were. Uh, I regret writing chaos mushroom like multiple times in my inventory. I feel like there's, there's multiple instances of carrying that around. What, what? How does the save work? Uh, D twenty plus your will bonus plus your level. Okay. All right, all right, <clears throat> all right. Woo. 20 exactly. Okay, okay. Woo. All right, you feel this, this strange Love gurgling it. rumble, um, and, and you'd swear if you were, if you listened really carefully, you'd swear it wasn't just a random gurgle, but maybe there is inch. But you feel, you kind of like grit your teeth, and you go, no, no, Ooh. surely not. And you you lift up the flap of the of the of the backpack and you peek out just to try to see what's going on out there, and you can see a, a large door frame, two great wooden doors that are pushed open that look out into an outer courtyard, and so you feel like you've just entered maybe a large building of some kind, and you are facing backwards, looking out into this courtyard, and in the courtyard there is a huge pit dug, and. There's a strange little bit of a, um, like a little bit of a walkway that leads out onto the pit. And you can see lying next to it a ladder and a pole with a hook on it. And just as you're watching, you, you start to hear a slight pitter-patter and you can see some raindrops starting to fall outside. And a light, a light, a light rain starting to, to fill, fill the courtyard. And then oh, you hear, oh. then you hear echoing from in front somewhere behind you, you hear a voice that says, uh, hang on. <clears throat> um, make yourselves at home, ladies and gentlemen. You must be hungry after your journey. Oh man, yes. Oh, I stretch it out a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean oh. to fall asleep there. So I didn't mean to fall asleep. Jesus, get man. Get cozy in the backpack. <sighs> Nina turns over, turns over her shoulder to talk, talk to Bruno for a second. Uh, got a bunch in, of mushroom crumbs all by my face here. Uh, Bruno, you get, you get a slight glimpse. <laughs> of this huge dining room in front of you. Massive dining room table set with sumptuous meal. Though as you look at it, you'd swear bits of mold are growing on some of the food. And you, th you think you see like a little a little hiss and bubble rising up from one of the cups. Um, you can see two huge mahogany staircases leading up either side up into an upper balcony. 
Um, and you can see just barely tucked away behind the, the seat on the far side in between those two staircases is another large mahogany staircase going down. Um, and you can see a strange man emerging from behind, just kind of poking out from behind one of the backs of the staircases. And he seems very, very old. And he's sort of wearing what you would, what you would think of as a livery for some kind of servant of such a great place. But it looks very old and tattered. And he's reaching forward one hand, which ends in a huge claw and click, click, clicking it. And you hear him say, Do help yourselves, and then I'll show you to your rooms. Just Mutant. ring the bell at the table. Mutant. Mina. He, say, he then kind of hobbles. He turns and he kind of hobbles back around the back of the staircase. What? We have some mutant. Mutant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. am I still asleep? Wait, am I awake now? No. You know how every part of this of this town is worse than every other part of this town? The castle? Even worse. I can't believe you slept through it. Oh, man. Well, I was awake. Oh, I was awake for the part where I told you to to go veer off and 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 chat with that guy. That I think I'm mean, going to guess turned out well. I did get very drowsy after that. I had a little snack. It's warm in these backpacks. I don't know how Yeffy stays awake all this backpack travel. She seems very capable of not eating things with faces on them. I'm very what? proud of her. I wouldn't eat anything with a face. Well, I mean, you know, a dead thing with a face mm-hmm. on it. But, like, it's normal mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. Not a thing mm-hmm. that was looking at her face. But did. Uh, uh, oh. well, I will say my game of solitaire indigo. It's really like, <laughs> it keeps me active. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe be doing some calisthenics, stay awake, just uh, flopping around. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, and another thing: if you're ever going to be my backpack, please don't put rats in my backpack without telling me. I don't want to carry around what? rats. You are not- No, I'm a, I'm a person. That's I, not, that's not fair. I would never call you, come on, I would never call you rat. I wouldn't, I meant you had a rat. Back me up, had a rat? <laughs> oh, a rat. I oh. Had a- oh, Christian, we can't hear you. We are not hearing you. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, thanks. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, so there was definitely a rat, but maybe we could talk about this when we're not disguising ourselves and trying to kill somebody. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. I, right, okay. yeah. There was a rat at the end. It must have gotten into the backpack. And what happened to it, incidentally? Did anyone grab it? It wasn't yours, so you don't care. Uh, should we ring the bell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ring. Indigo will ring the bell. Okay. So you, you, you reach over onto the table and you go to grab the bell on Indigo at looking at the table. Now you can see the place settings look quite nice. They're clearly, um, you know, high quality uh, silver. Um, look look pretty good. Uh-oh, Max has turned back into the GoPro logo. <laughs> oh, dear. How can you do that little, little, little technical problems uh, <laughs> on the... Uh... Before yeah. he comes back. Okay. Oh, Max is back. Very oh, good. I'm back. So, uh, what's going on? Very nice place settings, but each plate is covered with food that 
that wriggles with little maggots and and flies crawling across it. And you can definitely see one of the cups that something is like bubbling in the cup and a little 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 splashes come up out yeah. of it now and again. But you kinda that. like you ignore that, you grab the bell and you ring it. Jangle, jangle, jangle. And the the servant emerges from behind the stair again and he says, Oh, Welcome, visitors. Make yourselves at home. Please, you must be hungry after your long journey. Uh, hey, this is the same thing we said before. We need to. We're, we have important business with Lady Marguerite. Oh, you. Well, let me show you to your rooms. And he starts to hobble slowly around the staircase and towards towards the. Or grabs onto the banister and kind of leans on it and starts to walk very slowly up the stairs. Great. Come along! I don't, I don't, I don't think Can this I guy is. one of the candelabras? Yeah. I bet it's made of silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, you, as you go by, <laughs> you, you reach up, you grab, you grab one of the candelabras, one of the candles tips over and falls with a splorch, and a couple of flies rise up out of the food it lands on. Oh, that's disgusting. But, but you grab the Grab the candelabra. Um, and the candle itself is like covered in a thick dust. Uh, oh, that's gross. I'll just pluck the candles out and chuck them. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> Indigo, as you follow towards the staircase, you leave a little trail of candles. <laughs> oh, this is nice. Come along. He's, he's slowly making his way up the stairs, Indigo. Uh, great. And do I see any other exits into this room? So what you see is this huge, you know, huge uh, hall. And um, you can see, let's see if we look at the map here. <clears throat> All right, so it's a very large oh. hall. And uh, and it's just completely dominated by the massive dining space. There's a, there's a, um, fireplace off to your right. Uh, it does look like there is a door uh, on the right wall way back there in the back corner. Uh, mm. There's also the staircase leading down uh, that is between the two staircases that rise up on either side. And he's made his way around the one on the left and is slowly making his way up the landing and up in that direction. And he kind of stops at the landing and he turns and he looks to see if you're following. Should, 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 we, should we follow? I guess... This guy seems like he's a mutant. Can't have yeah. anyone else noticed. We no. all noticed. Everyone in this castle is a mutant. Hey, who are we disguising, by the way? Uh, uh, Sergeant of the Guard. Uh, and a random right. guard. And right. a okay. captive. <laughs> and the okay, I'll just Right, I'll just get back down into the backpack then, actually, and stop <laughs> ruining the disguise real quick. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we should follow him. I don't think Marguerite would be in, like, the back of the house or something. Like, if she's a fancy no. lady trying to keep up appearances, she'd be in a fancy lady room. Maybe she's asleep, and, and we can kill her in her sleep, and we don't even have to deal with whatever horrible magic she is. Oh, maybe Clawman might be taking us to our deaths, and he won't remember that we're not here if we just walk away. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, kind of want to see sure what the room's not, like, though. You sure he's not just like leading us to the rooms because he's? I don't want to say pr- programmed because that's the wrong genre, but it oh. seems like he's really <laughs> set to do only the one thing. Yeah, and it's probably not kill guards that come to the house. Doesn't seem to think we're guards. Or I mean, let's. What if we go upstairs and just ditch him when we see someplace more interesting? Yes. Let's do that. All right. Okay. Okay. So you start you start heading up the stairs, and as soon as you do, he he turns and he says, "If you're sure you're not hungry, I could bring a plate up later." And he starts continuing up the stairs. Um. So, you come up to the upper balcony, uh, which is here drawn uh, in a section behind the Great Hall. Uh, you come up to an upper, to an up, to the upper balcony, and you can see it's, there's there's suits of armor, uh, several of them kind of all along the walls. You can see three doors that lead into into back rooms along the balcony. Uh, but he just continues up to the landing and then starts going up a central, another central stair on the center of the balcony. Uh, okay. Lino will keep walking unless stopped. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You head. You head to the central stair and start start heading up, following him. And the stairs kind of creak as he makes his way up. Uh, everybody, roll me an intelligence test, please. <laughs> oh boy, that's a six from your girl. Eleven. Uh, 13. What? I rolled a, I rolled a 12, which is like the best roll I've ever made as Yeffy on an intelligence roll. <laughs> <laughs> so collectively, uh... Okay. uh <laughs> so, uh, sorry, uh, 12 and 13 from Yeffy and Bruno. Indigo, you were a 10, is that right? 11. 11, okay. Okay. So, all three of you think you can vaguely hear some kind of some some kind of whispers, somebody whispering, in the and possibly on the floor above you as you start to head up these stairs, but you can't make out distinct words. Like in the in the direction we're going. Yeah, in the direction you're going exactly. Uh, right. I just make sure I'm way ducked down in the backpack. Okay. Great, great. Uh, uh, was it was it Bruno? You got the fifteen or thirteen, rather? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So uh, he makes his way up up to the to the stair, um, uh, up to the top of the stair, up to the third floor, which we will. Slide oh. over here. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my so, god! Make your way like, up to the up to the landing of the third floor, <laughs> and Bruno, you'd swear you hear again. You're hearing these these vague whispered voices. Uh, you'd swear you heard one say, um, <clears throat> "Here they come! They're almost here." Nina. Mina, Mina, what? What? I what? think it might be a trap. No, no, 
no, we're we're good. We talked about that. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, it's just I okay. okay. It's just okay. Fair warning. I've warned everyone now that it might be a trap. No, you have. That's not. You can't put that on me. Indigo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bruno thinks it might what? be a trap. Oh, I mean, it probably. <laughs> All right, as long as we're cool with it. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, it sounds like we're waiting for us, so get ready, you know. Hopefully our disguises okay. hold up. I'm okay. still pretty tired in here, so it'd be great if we didn't have a fight or anything. Oh my god. It was so, so hard having a fight without you. I did all this cool stuff, and people said it wasn't cool. I mean, it wasn't oh. cool. Well, what did it you do? It doesn't matter. Anyway. It sounds cool. Oh my god. There was like this guy, and he was headless, and, and I killed him. And I was like, what if what if I bring him back so that like no one else needs to get hurt? But Indigo and Yuffie, they, they were very disappointed in me. So. Oh. Oh, Miss, oh, necromancy's so bad. Don't spray that perfume everywhere, you know? And now you're bringing <laughs> headless corpses back to life. Well, just, like, for the battle. Like, like the I thought you skeleton. didn't know any necromancy. Well, I, 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 I mean, I guess I do, which is exciting. <laughs> you know, I'm, ready, I'm ready to get into a trap. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as, as Mina and Bruno are having a hushed uh, argument... Uh, Indigo, you see the um, the decrepit old um, servant with the claw hands uh, at the top of the stairs. He turns left. He heads down this long hall, and you can see doors on either sides, and, and, and it's kind of this T-shaped hall, and you've just arrived in the mm-hmm. center of the T. Um, and you can see in, each, in every direction there are various doors. But he turns to the left, and he heads to what is the southeast corner of the, of the building. Uh, and he reaches that last door, which here on our map is marked number 55. And he walks to the door, and he he reaches his claw out, and, and, and there's a, like, scrape, scrape. Like, it takes him, like, three or four tries to finally get purchase on the door and pull it open. And, and it pulls open into a small room. You can see it's sort of uh, the, the opposite wall from the door is kind of semicircular. Clearly, it's... it's part of uh sticks out a bit from the back of the castle it's some kind of buttress uh and but the room itself looks fairly plain there's there's a um there's a bed and uh you can see on the west wall there's a sword hanging on the wall and Mm -hmm. uh, he opens the door and he motions in there thank you i asked for a sea view This is clearly pointed towards the courtyard, which is not appropriate for my needs. Uh, <laughs> so you have a sea view room, correct? Uh, One with uh, water. There's uh, a river that crosses this wonderful castle, and I would like very much for a room with that kind of view. Oh, but, but, and there's only but, one bed, and there are three of us, I think. So uh, <laughs> that will be inappropriate. As I am a lady. Uh, he 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 hobbles over to the to the window and peers out, and you can see indeed it does look out directly over the river. You can see the <laughs> river right underneath there. And he, but uh, uh, I'm terribly sorry. I'll ask the mistress. Mm. And he turns around, and he starts walking back in the direction of the stairs. 
Okay. But follow him. If he's going to the yeah. mistress. Okay. He goes slow again. Everything, everything he does is incredibly slow. The man looks to be at least a hundred years old, and and uh, and he clearly struggles with the deformity of the claws. Um, but he slowly makes his way down the stairs, um, and he slowly and 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 Bruno, you swear you hear someone say, "They're, they're going back. Why are they going back?" <laughs> um, he slowly makes his way down the stairs to the balcony. Back around, back down, all the way back down the stairs, back into the dining room. Uh, and you follow him. It takes a long time. And he swings around the back of the stair. And as you follow him around the back of the stair there, you can see... We'll just drop back to the original drawing there. There you go. Uh, as he reaches around to the back of the stair, you can see there's a little stool there. And he turns around, he sits at the stool. And as he does so, he catches sight of you and to go. And he says, oh, sir... I'm sorry. You must be hungry after your long journey. Uh, uh, I walk up the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're going to our rooms. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> he makes he makes as if to try and help you, and you just quickly outpace him and run back up the stairs. Yeah. How can this guy be a trap? He's twelve thousand years old. Uh, <laughs> as you make your way back up to the third floor, Bruno. You hear a voice go, oh, here they come. Get ready, get ready. Where did that come from? Somebody else hear that? Shh. Shh. No. No. We're trying to be quiet here. God. You hearing voices right now? You can all certainly hear as you're coming up here, or at least um, uh, all of you, but I think Mina, uh, certainly hear whispers as you approach the third floor. You can hear distant-sounding whispery voices. Um, but it's, it's just a little can't quite make out what they're saying. Can we tell where they're coming from? You're not you're not sure. Uh, you, you, you like you hear them when you're at the bottom of the stair, and when you come to the top of the stair, you look around and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, let's just go to our room and see what happens. What? Well, let's no. in the other rooms. Yeah, let's check the other rooms. Yeah. If it's a trap, we don't want to walk into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other gonna uh, knock. I'm gonna knock on fifty-four, Paul. Okay. You walk back up. <laughs> you walk over. You walk back what? towards the top of the stair, and you rap on on the on the door of the next room down the hall from you. And you hear a voice, uh, a very commanding, powerful voice, say. Yes! Who is there? Enter! I'm very sorry! (laughs) (laughs) You're the sergeant! Tell the sergeant's here! Oh, I'm sorry! The sergeant is here! Suddenly, uh, the door bangs open very forcefully, and you kind of like have to take a step back as the whole door is framed by this man in massive black plate armor, 
with various curling designs, spikes protrude from it at various places, symbols are all over it of horrible, ruinous powers. It is, he is the picture of what you have always been told in stories of what a Chaos Knight looks like. Uh, the top of his helmet is decorated with a huge wolf head and pelt that hangs down his back. And he, he looks at you and he says, Damn it, Slurd! I told you I don't want... Oh! Who are you? I'm new! Slurd's <laughs> 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 cousin, Slob. <laughs> Whatever, what do you want? Uh, where's everyone else? Uh, I will ask. I, I assume Yeffy had to climb out of the backpack to go rap on the door. Oh, I was uh, in the backpack last session. Remember, I was a, I was a, a captive. I was pretending to be a captive. Right, right. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. They had already taken you out of the backpack. Very good. Yeah. Um, um, I think Indigo, like, like in a panic, just stands at attention uh -huh. and just like doesn't. Yeah. Right, is just right. standing there, like Very good. trying to yeah. blend in. <laughs> Okay. A hundred percent. Nina's sitting right next to him, and during the whole okay. time, it's been like sort of poking him, like you're the sergeant. Okay. Go yeah. do the sergeant. <laughs> thing. The door opens. Okay. Great. Great. Well, speak is, up. What do you want? Is uh, Mina wearing like a helmet? Yes, Mina yes. is in the full guard, okay. uh, like you've seen down at the um, the like the men you saw that were serving Lady Marguerite. Uh, when they chopped that guy's arm off, yes, remember? Okay, okay. which is which Great. is full plate with a helm and everything. Uh, Indigo is in, um, I believe, all black armor. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Which is which is actually chain and not and not plate, I believe. Um, but yeah. that, but it does include an elaborate face covering helm uh, with a very like, okay. flat flat appearance with just little slits for the eyes and a little slit for the mouth. And this guy is also wearing like a full face, right? He is. He is indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's very uh, ornate, though. The you would say his armor is very ornate, and it's covered with these little designs and little like hooks and and spikes and just things that just look really unpleasant. Uh, right? Apologies for the hour. Uh, we're looking for the Lady Marguerite, and the man downstairs was not very helpful. Roll me, roll me fellowship, Indigo. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 17. Mm. Hey. Marguerite, I believe, is in her rooms. I've not seen her since supper. Mm. Uh, excellent. Then we'll go there right away. Again, sorry for the hour. Mm. Very good. He steps back and boom, shuts the door. Did you see that guy? Did you see yeah. that guy? Yeah. Okay, alternately, right? We could, like, kill that guy and upgrade your armor again? You want to no? fight okay. a chaos guy? You want to fight a chaos guy? That's not what I signed up for. Oh my god. What? Uh. No, I'm just saying, okay. Go Maybe we should, check out our, we should check out our, other, our, our room and see... What happens? Maybe that is the safer option. Maybe we should. Like, what if we just headed headed out, and we became traveling traders? Like we've been pretty successful at that. Bruno, we already yeah. had this conversation. We've had this conversation seven times. It keeps coming back to this stupid castle. 
where we have to find our realm. <sighs> Moving yeah. to Britannia. I'm still on that. Britannia. We don't get the drugs. We don't then get the we drugs. have to learn Bretonian uh, and... Uh... I'm pretty good with languages. Oh, I'm not. I mean... But I guess you could translate. Yeah. Alright, we'll just go into our room. Let's just, you know... Okay. Somebody's really trying to jump us, and I'd rather fight them than this guy. You head, you head back to the hall, back down the hall to the room that you were apparently assigned, and you walk inside. There's, there's a, a an empty bed. Uh, as I said, there's a there's a, a sword mounted on the west wall. Um, you notice there's a small uh, footlocker at the foot of the bed. Other than that, room is empty. And if you look out the windows and the south-facing, indeed, this whole part, this whole half of the castle, it seems, hangs precipitously over the edge of the huge cliff that looks out over the river. And you can see the roiling water below. And you can see now that the rain has increased, and you hear a little distant rumble of thunder as the rain patters against the, against the outer stone of the, of the castle wall. Guys, they're going to find the corpses of the guards that we killed. They're going to find out that the village oh. is, like, perfectly fine. They're going to raise oh, an alarm. I, what if we just found her, killed her in her sleep, solved the drug problem somehow, and then left? And we still need to so find the rock. Otherwise, how do we get out of here? I hate this place. Can you just take the helmet off now that he has a chance? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this okay. is in private. And just like, oh, yeah. <gasps> oh. You. Oh. All right. I figured that was Indigo. This, you know, could have been anyone. Though. I didn't know if you guys had been yeah. tricked. Really, like terrible, sweaty bo smell <laughs> that emanates from the helmet, and Indigo's hair is just like matted to his face. God. I see little rivulets of sweat oh. running down his face. I'll splash some water from my water <laughs> skin on my yeah, face. Yeah. Oh my god, that's terrible. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna hop out of the backpack now that I have a chance. Okay. Oh man. Oh, cramped in there. Good meat pie, though. Alright. <laughs> hey, quiet there. <laughs> what, what was Mina's that? Mina's got a good pie. was from like two months ago. I probably shouldn't have eaten it. It capped, I think, mostly. Ugh. Kind of a bathroom in this room, or what's the Still deal with that? Chamber pot, probably, or something. Yeah, please ruin the room that we're all stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> ruin is strong. <laughs> I'm going to open the footlocker. Okay, it is empty. Yeah. There's another rumble of thunder from outside. The rain Ooh. patters against okay. the stone wall. I still think we should probably look around some other rooms, and I think we should go back downstairs and and uh, figure out what she's all up about. Figure out what the rock might be up here. Yeah. She's in yeah. her bedroom. She's probably up here. This seems like yeah. where the rooms are. Down downstairs sounds like where it there's an evil laboratory that connects to a vicious fantasy monster that we didn't believe existed and they're sacrificing versions what? or something. Hmm. No, no, that, that wasn't... That was, no front. Yeah, it was just a guess. Oh, great. You're right. It probably does lead to the pit. Ah, I don't want to go to the pit. But the that's pit, probably oh. where the rock is. Huh. 
you think the yeah. pit is where the black is? What's in this pit? I thought it was just like a swimming pool. Not a swimming pool. We already covered that. <laughs> yeah. We tried well, swimming. Oh, so, you know, uh, tried swimming. <laughs> great, yeah. Probably, probably chaos pool anyway. Right, I'm gonna creep my head out the door into the hall and look around. Sorry, you just put that map. Just, 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 just took the map away. Sorry, thought you guys want to talk some more. Okay, yes, there's the map again. Okay, you, you peer, right. you peer out down the hall. And again, it's, it's pretty late at night at this point. Um, you guys, you guys came late at night, so it's, it's like it's a past midnight, and uh, and you, you, there's suddenly a flash of light from outside, and you notice that maybe there's a there was some distant lightning, perhaps that. That uh, flashed some light into the room. You peer into the hall. You don't. You don't see anybody moving or anything. You you see the long line of doors. All appears to be quiet except for the the sounds of the storm outside. Oh, we can't hear those whispers at all anymore. No, it seems to be drowned out, perhaps by the rain, or or maybe you're just farther away. You're not sure. When when that old crab man let us into the room, did he unlock it? Did he have a key or something, or was it just open? No, he had a little difficulty sort of working the the, the door, but it's just um, yeah, just lightly uh, <clears throat> latches. There doesn't look doesn't appear to be a lock at all. Hmm. Cool. Uh, I'm just sure. sneak around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get as soon as you're outside, Mina is also outside. Mina hates this place. Mina wants to leave. Uh, Mina wants to leave everything and then go. <laughs> Let's look just very slowly open the two big doors into 56 and see what's in there. Okay, so Face looking it. across across the way um, of your own room, you see these t- double doors. Um... I filled with mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> I love the long silence. That worries me so much. <laughs> Headless baby dolls. Yeah. Uh, as you... Yeah. Um, and they somehow all have faces on their little decapitated stones. Yeah, yeah. As you, as, yeah. You, as you carefully pull one of the two doors open slightly, Yeffy, to peer in, you hear this whirring and clicking sound. And within, you can see all of these clocks huge number of clocks just fill the room of various shapes and sizes uh they're all ticking and whirring and buzzing and um and you can see they they show all different times um you think you hear a distant a distant uh, muffled chime from the corner of the room just go ahead and close that door Uh, look, it, it's more things with faces on them. That would be a lot funnier if I had, had to see lots of mushrooms oh, with faces and yeah, that's how I'm dealing with the trauma. With faces and suddenly, several of the clocks chime. Dong, ding, chong. A, a little door opens up and like a cuckoo shoves out. <laughs> Several oh, are chiming at once. Yeah, hmm? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Closing the door, closing the door. Close the door. Oh, Goodbye, God. those mysteries. Oh. <laughs> Not only are these crazy chaos people, but they're also hoarders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clock uh, hoarders. Are, 
Or they're running a business that goes across many time zones. Sure. Clocks. I don't think it's that. Just a room full of clocks. Who? What? At the rich. They're also rich. Don't forget. Not just one room. All yeah. at different yeah. time. Have we seen any other clocks in the house so far? Or since- hey, think about it now. You don't think you have. Ooh, oh, maybe they don't God. like. Maybe they don't like the passage of time, but they couldn't. They couldn't get rid of the clocks because they have sentimental value, so they just kept them in this room. But they're like, no, I can't look at the clock because it <laughs> reminds me of my long life. La 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 oh. la la. Yeah. My father was a, a father was a clock. And so now <laughs> they lock them in a room because he doesn't want to look at their faces anymore. That's a good. Listen to yeah. I'm gonna oh I'm gonna God. open the door to the clock room again real quick. Okay. Yeah. One second. I'm gonna scurry in and try to find like a smallish clock and grab it. It's right there. Okay, great. It's right great. there. Roll me an agility Eight. test, please, Bruno. Uh, twenty-one. Fifteen. Excellent. You are scurrying in. You reach in. You look for a small clock. You see a good one, you go to reach for it, suddenly you notice a huge clock right next to you that is just massive, just like takes up a whole wall, uh, clicks over to an hour and chimes and sees two doors open up on one side and a big like clockwork knight holding a hammer comes out, coming towards you and then starts swinging the hammer. You grab the clock, (laughs) shove it in your bag, roll me in another agility test, please. (laughs) Oh no. Ten. <laughs> uh, he, he, the clockwork knight actually catches you uh, with his with his with his little mallet. Uh, he's he's maybe like like three feet tall, which is about as big as you, right? And he comes yeah. drunk and he whacks you with the mallet, and you take a point of damage. What? Uh, and, and, and you can see he's on a little track that he's just going to circle around and go back into the clock through the next but then as he's as he's circling around you can see another like clockwork this looks like a baker and he's got a rolling pin and he's oh my god <laughs> uh, well, what are you I'm doing just, Bruno? i'm gonna get out of here you just I'm gonna duck and roll and, and get out of I, get out I of the got, room bruno comes out clutching a little clock under one arm and kind of rubbing a, a, a bump on his head with the other oh did you hit yourself on a clock Standing clocks attack you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Should we try another room? Not yet. We should try another room. Yeah. We should try another room. Not fifty-four. Yeah, should I slink down no, the hall? That one. I guess we try um fifty-eight. Right, we're going and I'm in well, no way. By the pen, the Pentagon, I can literally see a pentagram that I can literally see on this map. But let's try. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Five points. That's that clearly has six. You're you're Sorry. completely correct. I apologize. Yeah, no, you're um, a cult. Uh, should we try the other double doors? I mean, the first set of double doors didn't work out, obviously, but it's full of clocks. I mean, let's just, uh, just let's just clocks. go in order. Go yeah, down okay. the hall to 57 and just work okay. our way. Would we be able to see 57? Counterclockwise. Hey! hey, hey. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, just keep happening. 
So okay, what are 57? you? Where are you headed? You're headed down that that narrow that narrow part can, of the hall to the far door. Feeling down to the, the hall end. like you're in Zelda, mm -hmm. and we're just going up along the hall, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna get to that door and slide it slightly open. Look who's inside. who's doing that? Are you doing that, Yuffie? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so you slide up to the door, you carefully <laughs> push it open or pull it open. It opens up. Oh, it's a pull door. Great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you you look you 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 think you 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 hear as you pull open the door you hear, and you you kind of peek around and you can see uh, a fairly large, well-appointed bedroom has like a big four-poster bed. Uh, there's a vanity and a large mirror and there's a uh, a nice little fireplace in the back corner um, and then in that far. Uh, southeastern corner, there's this high-backed chair. Um, you can see, like, there's an armoire uh, just inside the door. Everything, every piece of wood is covered in heavy gouge claw marks. Uh, the, any, any, oh, the hangings from the, the bed, the, the curtains are all in tatters, like they've been scraped and cut and, and ripped to shreds. And the room is full of cats of various size, and looks very strange as you look around and you see all these cats moving around. Uh, you notice they're not quite right. Like that one over there is definitely blue. And that one over there has human hands for feet. Oh. And here's one that actually is like two front halves of a cat joined together. Uh, oh. And so one of them is like, they're both kind of like trying to walk forward. And then they kind of walk in this weird shuffly sideways gait. And just lots and lots of cats. Here's another one with a really long tail that's almost got as much tail as cat curled around to a big heap. Uh, important, important question. Important yes. question. Um, does it also smell like cat poo poo and tuna, or what have these cats been eating? Have they been eating it, themselves? Uh, there's there is definitely a cat smell. There's definitely like a cat urine smell coming from the room. <laughs> Um, and, and you, you hear a voice coming from that back corner where that high back chair is. And you think you can see the vague outline of someone sitting in the chair and, and then you hear a voice say, what is it, my babies? Who's there? I'm closing the door mm -hmm. and I'm looking at everybody in the hall and I'm like, nothing to see in there. <laughs> okay. Just a lot of words. Do you think like don't let, Bruno, don't let Bruno in there? Don't let him in there. What? Oh, okay. you hear? Well, you all hear a scratching at the door now. Oh, it's a monster! Monster! All right, okay, let's get out of here. Next door. Yeah, next door. Yeah, next door. Next door. Taking bets. What is it going to be? A lot of. All right, uh, we know. went clocks, cats. I'm going to go with uh, carousels. <laughs> Ooh, that's Cockroach. a good one. Cockroaches, no, that's, a bad that's one. much worse, yeah. Doors. Clowns. Clowns is pretty scary, too. Lobsters. With claws? I guess we try 58. Claws. Okay. You slide back down the, down the hall, uh, go to the single door that is uh, on the far side of the, of the railing to the, of the, that prevents you from falling down the, the, the stairwell there. And, um, what do you do? 
I listen at the door. Listen at the door. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Indigo, you lean yeah. you lean your your ear up against the door, and you don't hear anything. It's totally silent. I'll try to open it. Okay. You you grab the 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 ring of the door and you pull it slowly open and you look into a fairly large, well appointed bedroom. Um, you can see again a large four poster bed with with uh, hangings. You can see uh, a large um, uh, armoire in a corner. You can see windows far on the far side of the room that look out over the courtyard of the of the castle. Um, you can see. Uh, a, a desk, and on the desk is a is a small uh, glass vase with some wilted flowers in it, and everything is covered in a light layer of dust. But other than that, the room appears to be empty. Hmm. This one looks normal. That's yeah. even creepier at this point, honestly. Is uh, there a little old lady in there? I don't see anybody. Okay, great, okay, great, great. We should check it out. Yeah, let's go check it out. Yep, so let's check it out. Okay. Indigo. Okay, Indigo, you walk in. (laughs) As you walk into the room, you see that little glass vase on the desk slowly float up into the air about a foot and then come flying at you. This one's full of and ghosts. It, it, it misses you and smashes against the against the wall and glass and 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 remains of dried flour go everywhere. And there's a loud crash. I freeze. Okay. Does anything else move? Slowly the chair at the desk starts to scrape against the floor as it pulls away from the desk and makes that wood on wood scraping sound as it slowly pulls away. And then it starts to float up into the air. You rush back out the door and shut the door just in time to hear a smash and wood and breaking wood and a clatter from within the door, uh, which is then echoed by a loud crash of thunder from outside the castle. Clearly, the storm outside is getting stronger. Not a normal. Well, my room wasn't yeah. Oh, I almost full of little cats. And a little oh, lady, like a cat. Like old lady oh, cat lady. Oh, you didn't grab I a cat? Would, oh, no, no, oh, not, no, 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 no. Those were stupid mutant cats. They had hands, people hands. Uh, uh, and weird faces. Well, they shouldn't have faces. I mean, they do have faces. There's a little lady yeah. in the back. She's like, oh. And I didn't want to oh. meet her or know her in any kind of fashion. I don't. She probably Orlock's wife. Good call. Good call. Can you imagine a cat with like little human hands, but it's like licking them to clean itself? Like, eh. no. <laughs> <laughs> that work at all. It's a I said not to go in that room with Bruno. Why? Bruno would have adopted that cat. Stuck in the jar of the other weird faces. No oh, cats are supposed you know. to have faces. The jar is no. full of things that aren't supposed to have faces. Yeah, no, but these cats' faces were wrong. Like they couldn't get the faces right, like faces. Oh, well, that does sound bad. There's probably yes. not room in the jar for a cat anyway. What about the, a cat in a jar? Small okay, form. So. Fifty-three. <laughs> <laughs> beginning to feel like every room might contain some haunted house nightmare. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> what would give you that idea? <laughs> Who the hell lives here? Do they just not go into any of these rooms ever? She probably them up like, okay, this is my ghost room. She and this loves- is my where I'm gonna keep my mom with her cats. <laughs> this is where I'm gonna keep my my, my clock, yeah, my clock collection, and I got my chaos night over for the party later. Like, what else? What it is, I, I will remind you, it is quite late at night and not um, unusual, perhaps, for the whole household to be in their room sleeping. Okay, but it's unusual to have a house, like a room full of mutant cats. Absolutely, it is. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I'm expecting a room. I walk in, there's going to be a bombless pit on the third floor of this room. Right. <laughs> that sounds right. Oh God. Let's just. Um, I feel like we should okay. know who's in the house. Is why I think okay. we should check I'm not asking that old lady what her name is. That's all I'm saying. I don't even see the lady. I don't even. I don't even know. She's probably, she's probably a giant cat. I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize for how excited my face got there. <laughs> 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 a giant cat, amazing. Um, all right. Uh, I think we start with fifty nine. Okay. 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 All right. You head, you head down the hall towards the other set of double doors on the far side. Uh, yeah, whose turn is it to gaze upon the uh, it is chaos? My turn. All right. Uh, there is fair. Uh, there is fair. <laughs> Mina uh, opens the door. Okay, Mina, you carefully pull open the door and look into this large bedchamber, which you can see looks, at first glance, looks like a normal bedchamber. Again, you see a large four-poster bed with uh, hangings about it. You can see a dressing table full of various jars and containers. Um, You can see that there are two chairs along one wall, which appear to have motionless figures sitting in them. Perhaps, Perhaps they are asleep in their chairs. Um... You can see, um, uh, you can see a large chest uh, at the foot of the bed, and you can see okay. uh, some windows on the right side of the far wall across from you, uh, as well as some windows directly to your left that appear to look out over the roof of a of a building below, and you can see a single door on the far wall on the left side near the fireplace. Uh, um, Clown. Carousels, cockroaches. Do you have something small back there I could throw at it? Like just grabbing my tinder box or something from the backpack. For now. Um, oh, 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 I hopped out of the backpack. <laughs> well, I actually scrambled back up to do <laughs> climb up. Nope, nope, Sorry. I got it. I got it. Here you go. Yep, okay. I'm hanging out up here now. Now that I'm up, though. That's fine. Just don't eat anything. Um, and I would like to chuck the tinder box at the motionless figures from the doorway. Roll me a ballistic uh, skill uh, test, please. Oh, oh, man. I'm not sure how to do that. It's just d20 plus your ballistic skill. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a five. Okay. You, you huck the uh, tinder box into the room. It goes nowhere near the figure sitting uh, in the chair. But it does clatter against the floor, and they remain motionless. Can I have your tinder box? I'll give it back. It seems like you're gonna throw it. 
Uh, I don't have a Tinder box. I do have a variety of things back here. Oh, here we go. I'm carrying <laughs> Perfect. I, I reach into my own bag and I hand her uh, one of the pieces of silverware I looted from uh, uh, from your old boss. <laughs> oh, oh, I recognize this. Um, I'll chuck it. Yeah. I'll chuck, I'll chuck a, a, a silver fork at Very their good. heads. Very good. Um, that's another fucking two. Okay. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> Fork goes clattering across. You realize that Mina is actually a terrible, terrible shot. You know, standing you know here twenty I'll, feet from the. I'll, I'll throw this one. I'll throw this one. <laughs> so I grab one of the silver, one of the silverware yeah, yeah. knives. Great, great. Grab a grab a table knife. Huck it at, at one of the figures sitting in the chair. Clang, 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 clang. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Okay, it goes, it goes end over end, and the and and the butt end of it is is forward, just as it smacks into the temple of one of the two figures, who nice. teeters slightly to the side and then falls stiffly on the ground, still in the seat, seated position. Thump! I killed him. One shot, one kill, just like that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, are, are Indigo and Yeffie like in the room, or have I just crept in? With Bruno. I, I assume another that, knife I, I guess I was assuming that the two of you were kind of standing in the open doorway, throwing things into the room. Yeah, <laughs> and that everybody's just Great. in the hall. Well, uh, Ye- Yeffie and Indigo kind of standing towards the back in the hall. Uh, from the door across the way, the single door across the way, you hear a low, and then you hear a thump, thump, thump from 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 a wall somewhere, and someone sell, uh, and and you hear a voice shouting, "Crockets!" What? Is that one got a cow in it? Yeah, let's not find out. Oh, cows, cows. That's a good, yep. Should have guessed that one. Well, this one's got corpses. Does anyone want to come in? Yeah. Yeah. All four of you creep quietly into into the room, which is briefly illuminated by a flash of lightning from outside as the storm continues to rage. Uh, the, the the you can see the thick walls of the castle are keeping the keeping the uh, the rain at bay, and but the panes of glass are just soaked uh, with 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 the rainfall. Um, okay, so you're looking into the room. Nothing. Nothing is amiss so far. Do you, do you pull the Do you pull the door shut behind you, or are you? Uh, oh, yes. Are you, are you leaving it open? Yeah. Okay. Great. We'll shut it. Hmm. Uh, and then Indigo will walk over and look at these two figures because he thinks they're corpses. <laughs> yeah, they're clearly corpses. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Indigo, roll me. Roll me. Roll me an intelligence uh, test, Indigo. Uh, ooh, nineteen. Excellent. Nice. So, Indigo, as you as you bend down to look at the corpse that got hit with hit in the head with the with the knife, he's just laying there on the ground. Um, you can also see a pair of boots sticking out from under the bed. Do they look like? Are they being worn? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're oh. definitely in that position, like you know, heels or, or, or you know, bottoms of the boots so this pointed out. Yeah, up. yeah. 
All right. I'll like, um, very quietly wave to everyone and point at the boots. Like, okay. Yeah, you can all see a pair of boots sticking out from under the bed as if they're being worn by somebody laying under the bed. Uh, I'll like creep over and try to peer under the bed. Okay. <laughs> this place sucks. This place sucks! Yeah, I told you. Uh, let's see. I mean, you never know. It could be run by a bunch of teenagers who are just um, trying to did, do a fundraiser. What did you get on your intelligence roll there, Indigo? You, you... 19. 19? Yeah, okay. So, um, the other thing uh, that you noticed when you were looking at that corpse laying there before you noticed the boots is that the corpse laying on the ground in the in the seated, stiff seated position that got hit in the temple had mm -hmm. three eyes. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. Back back to the uh, the uh, the back to the boots sticking out under the bed. What are you doing? I just want to creep over to the bed and see okay. if there's like a bed cloth. I'll like pull it up to peer underneath. Okay. You like lift up the skirts of the bed and you look yeah. underneath, and there's definitely uh, a a full like body laid out under the bed, attached to the boots. Are they moving at all? Do they look dead? It looks yeah, uh, not moving. Okay. I'll it's grab it by the boots and okay. pull them out. Okay. You grab the boots and you drag the body out and uh and, and indeed you see it's it's somewhat decaying corpse that Indigo pulls out from under the bed. Oh. And the interesting thing about it is that it has no arms. Does it look like the arms were cut off or does it look like it's Yeah, amputated? if you look, it does look like the arms were amputated. Oh man. What is with this place? This is a perfectly good bedroom. Why would you let the corpses be in here? A lot of effort, also. Like, it's just like, okay, well, he died and bled out, so I suppose we'll just shove him under the bed neatly here. <laughs> uh, the other, the other interesting thing, Indigo, you notice is that having pulled out the corpse, that the legs are incredibly long. They're like twice as long oh. as the torso. Oh, These are all, oh, man, Probably they cut off the arms, and then they cut off the legs, and then they sewed the arms into the legs so that they'd be extra tall. Oh my god, do you think so? Well, the pant leg. I bet there's an arm under there. Don't touch it. No, I'm not going to take the pants off this corpse. No, not just roll up the leg. Don't take the pants. I said roll. You know what? I'll do it. I got it. All right. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to hop out of the backpack and I pull out my notebook where I'm keeping yeah. all my mutant notes here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I want to do a thorough examination of this long-legged, armless body. Okay. Yeah. It looks like a human corpse. Um, definitely mm -hmm. the arms have clearly been cut off. Um, and you would, uh, based on your professional surgical uh, background, Bruno, you would say that it was um, uh, uh, post-mortem. The, the arms were removed <laughs> and um, and the legs just appear to be just un, un weirdly unnaturally long and you roll up the pant leg it looks like yeah. a normal leg it's just really long like just abnormally long for any person alright never mind it's just very tall where's Sherlock Holmes <laughs> uh, oh man did he People, despite the fact that they have mutations, look like soldiers or like 
fancy rich people. Uh, they look more like peasants. They're, they're, oh. they're wearing very common garb. Weird. Okay. The So the other thing I want to look at is how, like, can I tell, looking at all three of the corpses, how, like, old they might be? Or, like, what killed them? Um... Excellent. You're they're they're varying ages. Um, the the uh, the the arm the armless long legged corpse appears to be a middle aged man. Um, the three eyed corpse appears to be a young man, maybe in his twenties. Uh, the third corpse you can see is a um, is a is a woman, um, possibly in her thirties, um, and uh, she has. Uh, her elbows bend the wrong direction. That's normal. Hmm. <laughs> Good to scratch your back with, though. Never yeah. issue that yeah. there. Yeah, and as you, as you look, as you bend her arm around and look, each hand has has eight fingers on it. Okay, well, that's mm, strange. Man, <laughs> now that's strange. It's no room full of clocks, but it's pretty strange. Oh, man. Can, can I tell how, like, like long the corpses have, like how long they've been dead for? Varying varying amounts of time. The one under the bed seems to be more decayed than the others. Uh, the one that with the three eyes it clearly appears to be in rigor mortis because it's just staying in that in that position. Um, oh, yeah. So so yeah yeah varying varying stages of decay. You're not seeing obvious um, uh, obvious uh, causes of death. Like, they don't have horrible wounds except for the one that's missing its arms. But again, looking at those wounds, you would say that the arms were cut off after the fact. Oh, man. And are there arms about the room anywhere? Yeah, you haven't found any arms. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't found an extra set of arms. No. Wow. Can't wait to find that room. Uh, you said there's a big chest in this room, right? There is. There is. There's a large chest. Yeah, there's also I'll go check a. That out. Um, there's also, uh, like a, uh, um, uh, <clears throat> that's the wrong room. There we go. Um, <clears throat> there's a large chest. There's also a dressing table that's, that has various jars and containers set upon it. Um, you go over to the chest, Indigo. Um, you open it? Uh, yeah. Is it unlocked? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's just got a latch which you flip open, pull open the chest. You can see several uh, nice dresses laid out in the chest, and on the top is a small tray uh, which contains some some pieces of jewelry. You can see a, a gold choker, a pair of uh, earrings, and a small diadem. Ooh! I'll like snatch Ooh. those up and like hold those out to like I guess Yeffy and Mina who are because Bruno is is looking at a dead body and like eh, and then like put it in my backpack. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah, that's nice. up and hold the jewelry in my backpack. Excellent. Uh, okay, so you have uh, for for your character sheet, write this down. You have a gold choker, a pair of ruby earrings, and a golden emerald diadem. Do any good. of the dresses look like they would fit Mina? Possibly. <laughs> She's been looking for clothes. What? Um, <laughs> how would you describe Mina's height and build? Um, she's a little bit on the sturdier side and a little bit on the taller side, which is probably okay. helping with the with the with the soldier situation. 
Yeah. So uh, pulling off the dresses, um, they're clearly for a taller woman. So you think that that that's good, um, but also you would guess someone of fairly slight frame. So they're gonna be a little tight on Nina. But you could squeeze into them. You think? All right. Maybe you know, they have okay to do it. You know, they have they have they have lacing, right? So you can just kind of let out the lacing a bit. And... Oh, there's like a bodice in the back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're aspirational. Yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's um, a little, maybe a little tight, a little, a little, yeah. a little tight on the on the around the shoulder, so on the sleeve yeah. mostly is where you notice it. Maybe we'll grab one of them and put it in the backpack. And okay, just it looks very nice. Like... It's very very high quality. Uh, looks well cared for. Oh. Yeah, like like maybe she can bring it to like you know a tailor and like swap mm. it for something that fits her better. Yeah. Um. Also, just to be sure, Bruno, please don't eat something on top of this. I'm going to put it in the backpack. Well, it's not a placemat. You know, <laughs> I feel like you are, you know, <laughs> saying this all this as I'm poking this three-eyed corpse, like, yeah. <laughs> poking in the eyes. <laughs> it's just that you brought a rat into my backpack. The so. rat incidentally came along. I didn't bring a rat, you know. I'm sure it came from the inn. That inn sucked too. It probably is filled it with was, mutant rats. I bet that rat had like three dead. eyes, or you know, it was, yeah, it was, no, it was, it was decaying. It was decaying, Bruno, but it was still moving. Well, it run it away. Was it it didn't run away. It was a. Uh, it go? was a. I put it, was it a in rat corpse. We got we gotta find the lady. Hey. This is obviously her room, right? There's a loud nice boom of thunder and a flash of lightning from outside that quickly uh, vanishes but leaves a, a, a brief moment of light filling the entire room. Ooh. If we I'm think this is her room, out. I'm gonna check it. Yeah, or yeah, if you go do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, it's cool, it's cool. You check a thing, I check a thing. I'm gonna go check out that <laughs> fireplace. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. There's anything in there that that may have been part of these weird deaths. Yeah, if you're looking over the fireplace, you can see that there is bits of wood and charcoal that clearly, uh, some of which are even still warm, clearly been used recently. Uh, oh. The fireplace itself is uh, full of soot, and you look up and you can you can see it's uh, yeah. You you could you guess you could climb up it if you wanted to exit via the chimney. It looks looks like a cramped and dirty. Exit, but you could do it. You think you could do it? You look at ho, like ho, ho. you look over at Indigo and Mina, and are like, mm, "Well, you could make it up there." <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's it's still warm. Yeah, it's still warm. Yeah. Uh, is our floors wooden? Uh, is there the any traces of like someone who's walked through here recently? The, or, the or floor is wooden, from? although there's a fair bit of stonework sort of around the around the fireplace, right? That um kind of surrounds the the chimney i was just looking to see if there's anybody who walked through maybe left prints or um or if that guy's arms were removed if yeah. they were removed up here there may have been a, like someone had to drag them under the bed you're not you're like, not seeing that uh actually the, the the area around the fireplace is quite clean clearly uh you would say probably swept recently hmm. Hmm. okay hmm, interesting yeah, it looks cared an... for, is your impression. Um, and there's, you said there was a door to the left of the fireplace? Uh, yeah, uh, or to the right of the fireplace. There's, there's oh, to the right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yep, yep, yep. 
on the left side of the northernmost wall. Hey guys, someone was here recently because this is still warm. So someone was in here. I think that's. I think they're still here. Maybe. Maybe. There's nobody here. Well, I there's mean, another you know, room. For another room. We want to try that other room. Right there. Right next to um, before you go or while you're doing that, I just want to quickly check the the other table. There was like a table with like yes. pots and stuff on it. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, looking at that, you can see, um, uh, it looks like, um, a, a fair number of jars, uh, small jars and, and containers, which look to hold creams and powders and generally look like sort of, you know, personal, personal care, uh, skin care kind of stuff. And, and makeup as well. Cool. Um, quite quite a lot of quite a lot Nina of. Nina knows this. Yeah. Um, having worked for someone who vainly cared about their appearance despite rotting mm -hmm. inside, mm -hmm. um, are any of these creams and things like super valuable, like very expensive? Yeah, yeah. Um, so some of them would would probably. I mean, they, they're not like. It's not like. Uh, you know, gold dust or anything, but uh, uh, you know, oh, here's a here's a nice uh, uh, powder for for uh, you know for base basing one's face that that's probably uh, lead based. It uh, makes a nice white pale look. Uh, probably goes probably not not cheap. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I would say Nina had to do those kind of things for yeah. Mr. like yeah. you know, travel and pick these things up, and it's like, oh, this is the good stuff. What what impresses you as you pick through it? You definitely you know your stuff, and so you're picking up some some small some of the jars, and you're like, it's a good quantity here. Like this is this is probably enough to keep any fancy lady for like a year here. Got it. And yeah. would it be more or less than what Atelka used? More, you say? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Although Atelka was really all about scents. That was, you remember, her main thing was that she liked, she liked perfumes. She liked her perfumes. I haven't forgotten that. Somebody yeah. let yeah. me forget that. <laughs> oh, God. And there's nothing inside the, the table itself. It's no, just so it's, it is just a table, yeah. There's no, okay. no drawers or anything like that. Great. So you, you Great. Uh, avail yourself of some nice face creams. I will do so. Great. Uh, I'm gonna before we go out here. I want to peer out the window that I guess is like western facing mm -hmm. the, the one right next to the door as you come in. Yep. What is so, that looking out over? It's it's looking out over a roof. Um, so <laughs> as you look out that window, what you get the sense of is that the area you're in is kind of like the main hall, and it is quite the tallest part. And remember, you're all the way up on the third floor. And you're looking right. down, and you can see that, that on the left side of the building here, as we're looking down on the map, or the western side of the building, is a smaller, lower addition. Huh. And is there anything uh -huh. out there, like, notable right now? Is there anything out there 
On the roof? Like, looking out the window, do I see anything on the roof or, or anything? Uh, lots of rain. <laughs> right, right. Um... But no. No, you don't, okay. you don't see anything out there. And does the window open? Uh, looks like it would, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Through the door. The other door? Yeah. God. Now I can't help but notice the uh, occult uh, symbol that we're heading toward. <laughs> okay. So, so you open the You open the northern door um, that your memory of the of the building as you looked at it from the outside must lead into this round tower. Um, that stuck out from the from the the front of the building, um, that was held up uh, via buttress. So there's you're fairly certain there is no lower floor to this this tower. Um, yeah. So you open up the the little narrow door that or the little you open the door to the little narrow passageway that then leads into the inner part of this of this buttressed tower. Um, I have a. Wonder if I have a picture of it. Um, I might have a picture of it, so I'll I'll try and pull that up. But uh, in the meantime, uh, you push open the door, and you can see within circular circular room uh, that is dominated in the center by a very large telescope, not a pentagram or evil emblem on the ground, but a large telescope. Uh, there are also two large wooden wardrobes. And there is another door just around your left that appears to lead to a staircase that winds up to upper stories of this tower. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, Dagmar's ball. I mean, Dagmar's tower. Yeah. What? Yeah? Dagmar was real into uh, astrology. Wait, is Dagmar one of the on this Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. the Sagittarius. Super angelic. Yeah, he was the goat. Yeah. The Sagittarius. <laughs> okay. Remember the ghost? When we first met you, Mina, there was that ghost. Yeah, I'm remembering. Was oh, he was the ghost. You're right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. That's Dagmar. You're right. Dagmar. We've got his balls. Uh, yeah. And they were useless. They were useless. Yeah. No. You like protect my balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, does what the telescope oh, go? Oh, go. I was gonna say, no, does no, the no. telescope look yeah. like it's been used? <laughs> what? <laughs> the telescope look like it's been used at all? Uh, like recently, ever? or is it like covered in dust? It, it looks it looks a little old, a little a little rusty. What's the point now? Okay. sky or people um it's uh it's actually currently like pointed down at the ground at the pit no just at the floor oh. like it's clearly not positioned in a way in a useful way oh uh, is there is there a window that it, it could be looking out yeah in yeah, this there, room? Yes, oh, okay. there is there is there's a window that looks out onto the courtyard you could you could point it out okay. that way if you wanted to what else is in here, Paul? There are two large wooden wardrobes. 
as well as a um, uh, uh, a small door that appears to lead up to a staircase going up. Okay. I'll look through one of the wooden wardrobes. I can say that word for some reason. We'll go yes. um, <laughs> left or right? Uh, the right one. Very good. You open up that wardrobe and you can see uh, it is full of more fine dresses. Ooh. Hey, Mina, it's a boutique. <laughs> I love this. Shopping trip. Clearly, there are no short women in the house. Wait, you could probably take one of these and, like, exchange it. That's true. I suppose. Something else? I pretty have it. Um, what about the left one? Yeah. Okay, you open up the left wardrobe, and you can see it is lined with shelves. And on the shelves are various uh, discs of glass, as well as some tools. And there's a lot of, like, dust in the wardrobe. Oh. Glass. Is there oh, it's lenses. It's lenses. I pick one up. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. It's yeah. It's con convex on either side, and it's definitely. Yeah, you're right. It is a lens. Holding up. In fact, you uh, think that the, the the tools appear to be lens grinding tools. I know this story. I get it. Yeah. So this was like Dagmar's family, right? He was super smart. And he made all these really cool things, and he discovered all these cool items. And all of his children were really dumb, and they couldn't <gasps> figure any of it out. And so they've just like kept all of this stuff. They have no idea what it's for or how it's used. And then one of them like steals a bunch of stuff from their family's house and from their guild. And then they run away off to like Aldor for something. And yeah, I know this. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, there's um, two. Oh. One of them married a warlock, so you know. <laughs> how, like, how ex like like this stuff is fancy, right? Like, yeah. This, like it would be very expensive or impossible to get something like this, right? Absolutely. I take it. <laughs> I take the tools <laughs> and I put them in my bag. Okay. Yeah. Right, you have a, put write down lens grinding tools. You have lens grinding tools. Yeah. Ah, this is great. Why did um, I have Dagmar's ball? <laughs> Why did you have Dagmar's ball? Well, like I found the first one. Never oh, yeah. mind. It's not important. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want me to save one of these dresses for you, or Mina has pulled them all out and is looking at them? <laughs> and which ones I did. <laughs> nah, I'm good. All right. All right. Um. So just just for another little visual aid here, uh, here is uh, the outside, the front outside of the yeah. castle. So mm. you're fairly certain, you know, there's there's the in the center there, there's the doors you went in, and as you can see, the right wing is clearly a kind of smaller, lower lower ceiling, whatnot. Um, you have just come through into this front tower, which again is held up by um, buttress. So uh, you're pretty sure you're in the bottom of this tower. Oh. Okay. So let's keep going. Yeah, keep going on. The butt of the buttress. 
Wow. Great. <laughs> We're all so <laughs> Yeah, did Dag Dagmar's ghost ever mention like leaving his stuff with dwarves or why that why that happened? No, no, he did not. So. You, you yeah. didn't. Hey. You didn't really talk very much with Dagmar's ghost. No, no we didn't. It was a little busy. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to die. Yeah. All right, up we go. Let's creep along. Okay, you're gonna head up the. Up the yeah, the. It's gonna be a freaking alien up here. You head up the <laughs> stairs. Um, you reach a landing where there is another door that appears to lead into the second floor of the um, of the tower. But the stairs also continue upward if you prefer. And again, as you reach there, there's a loud crash of thunder, and uh, you can see uh, around the cracks of the door leading into the into the room. Of the second floor of the tower, uh, a flash of light from the from from lightning, you would presume. Great. Uh, uh, I'll open uh, this door. Okay, you open this door, and you can see another oh. interior room, a circular room that is clearly the entirety of the of the uh, tower, and you can see the walls are lined with bookshelves and filled with books, and there's a table in the center and a couple of chairs <coughs> pulled up around the table. Cool. Well, Bruno and I will be here. <laughs> Is there anything on the table? I'll walk into the room. Yep. Um. Yes, there is a book. I hope it's books. Uh, you walk. Yes, you walk no. over to the. You walk over to the table. There is a book as well as a piece of paper laid out, which clearly looks like a, a letter that somebody has written. Great. Huh. Reading. How, uh... How dusty is everything in here? Does this look equally like dusty to the room? No, it below? does not look dusty. It does not. Huh. Okay, what does the book and letter say? Yep. Indigo. Sound it out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Um, all right, all right. Let me get the letter for you real quick. Um, uh, I'll start with the book since I'm since I'm since I'm uh, taking me a moment here to get the letter out. Um, the book you can see looks familiar. Some of the writing, and as you you quickly look over it, Bruno, um, the book appears to be a diary written by one Dagmar von Wittgenstein. Oh man, Dagmar's book. Yeah, so similar. Um, in fact, you, you've you've seen one of these before. Um, so you, you kind of page through it a little bit, and um, and it talks about. Um, mm, sorry, um, talks uh, a bit about. Uh, uh, a planning an expedition to the Barren Peaks and hopes to find Warpstone to augment his power as a magician. Yeah, yeah, seen this. It doesn't work out, Dagmar. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm dropping a handout here. 
uh, into your folder that is H15 letter from Gotthard, which looks like this. It'll probably be easier to Ooh, see. Long one. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. If you would kindly read that out to us, Max, when you uh, when you find it. <clears throat> My dearest sister, I've got so much to tell you. I really don't know where to begin. You just don't know what you're missing stuck in that old castle. I mean, I. Uh, I enjoy mutilating peasants as much as the next man, but but after I don't know that I want to read the rest. After a few months, the feeling of deja vu is just too tedious for words. That first sentence contained three exclamation points. <laughs> Life in Middenheim, freaking Middenheim. Life in Middenheim, on the other hand, or should I should one say claw? <laughs> is just wonderful. I've lost count of the number of orgies I've been through this week. Come on, you know, I'd be tired. Like, Monday orgy, Tuesday orgy, Wednesday, you gotta be like, I'm gonna stay in tonight, you know? Take a night off. And this is how one Frankenstein got written, right? swept off one's feet. After all those years of living like a recluse, hiding one's Hiding one something, light, light. light under a hiding bushel. one's like light a under a bushel, so to speak. It's such a relief to let everything hang out. Uh. You've no idea of the sort of contacts <laughs> I've made in every sense of the expression. Jesus Christ, is this written by Warlord? <laughs> The sort of contacts I've made in every sense of the expression, slainish be praised. God damn it. But there are so many important and influential people flocking to the cause. And you'll never guess, but your baby brother has made quite an impression on the inner circle here. And I've already been put in charge of organizing something special for next year's Hexenstag celebrations. I'm going to guess. An orgy. I'll write you all about it nearer the time. Perhaps I can even persuade you to make the journey to see it for yourself. Yeah, invite your sister to an orgy. Great. Well, mustache now. I've got to get made up for tonight's bash. Great. Must look like my best for the guest of honor. Dot, dot, dot. Your loving brother, Goddard. Well, I hated all wow. of that. Uh, That's the worst <laughs> note ever. That was, that was a doozy. Uh, Dagmar Falls. Oh, man. Seriously. Dagmar Falls. Yeah, who doesn't write, my dear sister, look at all the sex I've had. Love. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's just the kind well, of letter an older sister wants to get from her baby brother. <laughs> too. Let me stop you. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man. Great. So, Good so, I, Great. you know, so that's Slainish. We've already hit Zinch. We're, we're halfway through the Chaos Gods that we've pissed off now. Uh, that's cool. 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 Great. That's probably the, that's probably a demon. Goddard. Oh, God, it's probably okay. a demon. No, he's um, probably a person. 
Probably there are demons at the orgy, though. Great. Well, maybe it's a code. Oh, oh. oh well, I we're sort of. I just probably not. It's probably not. It's probably actually. Probably you wouldn't. You wouldn't, you wouldn't encode. Your code probably wouldn't include references to deeply illegal chaos worship. We're having a claw. Yeah, we're having a claw. a claw. Does he yeah, have a claw? claw? Because he's having a lot he's of orgies. I feel like that would. Well, he's got a claw, right? and he's still going to have Right? You know? Mm. It's a chaos orgy. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Man, um, all right. Wh while we're being very depressed about this disgusting letter, uh, <laughs> I would like to look through the bookshelves um, to see if there's anything um, that might be like, uh, you know, so you found you have a staff that can control the undead related. Every, yeah. every, everybody's <laughs> looking to see whose room is beeping. Somebody's beeping. Who's beeping? Someone's uh, beeping. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. me. I'm sorry. Excellent. 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 Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I just enjoyed watching each of you in turn be yeah. like, <laughs> Am I beeping? Am I beeping? <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Okay. Um, Mia, roll me a an intelligence test, please. If you have any okay. particular skills to bring to play, let me know. Uh, I can read and write. Mm -hmm. That was mm -hmm. an 11. So okay. not, not ideal. Okay. I've been rolling so badly today. Okay. Just, just you browsing some of the some of the titles, you find numerous books on necromancy here. Hmm. And you feel like, oh. yeah, you could learn a lot. There's like, you're, like you're not sure which one to put in your bag. There are so many good ones. Jesus. Hey, I don't want to like it. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily want to learn necromancy exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want to find a book that tells me, like, so I'm doing this. When do I smell like rot? Yep. Like, when does my face fall off? Um, so whichever one seems to be the most, like, here's what will happen to you, and less, like, here's a bunch of spells, is the one I'm going to go for. Um, you feel like, as you, as you kind of page through them, most of them dwell much more on the supreme power over life and death. And, right. like hand wave away and like there's a occasional notes of like um you might start to appear like a corpse yourself or you might start to you know you may want to cover the odors like it's very they very quickly like brush that aside of like yeah sometimes practicing necromancy makes you turn into a corpse or really like corpses mm -hmm. uh don't worry about it supreme power mm -hmm. over life and death great well whichever one seems to if i go in yeah. the index and look mm -hmm. up corpse. Like, whichever one is the smallest about that, I'm going to put it in my bag underneath the dresses Very and then good. turn all the other ones so they face backwards so that the other reading and writing partner in the team who's <laughs> also into the necromancy. So, Bruno, you up. see Mina, like, putting, like, half of the books in the library backwards, putting a... <laughs> what you doing? I'm just very disrespectful of libraries. <laughs> 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 Screw you, Dewey! Take that! 
try to make it difficult. <laughs> well, I'm like this one in sideways. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, when Mina's not looking after doing that very suspicious thing, I'm going to try to just slip one of those books into my back back there. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ignore him, but uh, no, no, no. <laughs> that was very fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mina's first day at subterfuge. <laughs> um, if, if you would just note on your character sheets there that you have each a book of necromancy from Wittgenstein's library. I'll go next to all my other uh, horrible uh, yeah. affronts yeah. to good It'll society. Help me remember which one you have when you note that it's from the Wittgenstein library. Excellent. Great. Excellent. Uh, right here next to my big hat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that'll go under my... Gr uh, oh, right, I have a... I took one of Atelka's books. Okay. I forgot I did that. That's right. Oh, that's probably useful. Great. Anyway, shall so, we? So half the party is becoming necromancers is the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The other half can't read. read but but at least so so we're gonna have fifty percent party necromancers and maybe twenty five percent vampires. And uh, how you doing? Indigo. Indigo. <laughs> and the rest. Yeah. Oh God. Two necromancers, a vampire, and a regular guy. On CBS, yeah. <laughs> I would watch it. <laughs> All right. Should we head upstairs? I guess uh, one. It's one nightmarish vision of clocks or naked crab men after another in this place. But naked crab. Yeah. So you're heading up the stairs. You continue to climb the stairs that goes up another another flight and ends at a final door. Oh, I'm going to take the orgy letter. Just make sure we have that for reference later. Okay. Good. Right. Good. Very good. Dot hard's letter. Very good. <laughs> All right. You can just put that one down as orgy letter. <laughs> Later, Yeffy will be learning how to read, and she's like, or, ori, shiny. <laughs> no. Bruno, help me with this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Based on this party, there's like a direct one to one correlation between like learning to read and becoming a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in real life, I'm always Just saying. Just like in real uh, life. Okay. <sighs> You head up right. to, again, you hear as you're coming up the steps, you hear the rumble, a loud rumble of thunder from outside. So bad. This is, I think, the worst place on the world. <laughs> yeah, I would second that. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll open the door. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you pull open the door. You pull open the door, and you can see the top floor of the of the um <clears throat> of the tower full again the full takes up the full interior of the tower so it's a round room uh it is filled with uh 
tables and desks and platforms that are cluttered with uh, a maze of tubes of glass filled with various colored vapors interlinked by brass rods. Uh, hanging around on the walls by hooks are various uh, human remains. Uh, so full corpses usually, but they they range from like a like a near skeletal to a fairly fresh corpse that is simply missing half of its left leg. Um, you can see glass tanks along one wall filled with a liquid in which float inside uh, either uh, uh, here a hand, there a strange amorphous uh, uh, inner organ that you can't quite identify. But the most dominant feature of the room is a huge central wooden platform. Uh, on either end stands a 10 foot high steel column with a solid wooden table between the two. Um, the corners of the platform are attached by ropes to the ceiling. Um, and you can see Um, a system of levers and rods uh, uh, adjacent uh, along the wall to this to this contraption uh, laid out on the table. In fact, strapped to it is a very large, bulky corpse. You assume, and standing over it is a woman. Oh! And as you see this vision before you. A crack of lightning flashes outside and electric energy runs down a cable from the ceiling into one of the steel rods on the side and the body on the table jerks and, and shifts and moves. I told you to explain the orgies. Very <laughs> chilling. That was fine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's do this. What the... Oh, that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy shit! What do you do? <laughs> what, who opened the door? Indigo? I think Indigo opened the door. I opened the door, yeah. Indigo, what do you do? Does she notice us? Um, she... Yes, she looks up as the door opens. Okay. But she, you can see... She's wild-eyed. Uh, her hair frizzes out a bit from under her, her headdress. Uh, her uh, very nice um, uh, clothing. She's, she's a tall, thin woman. Uh, in fact, you recognize her because you saw her earlier atop a horse ordering a man to, suck, to cut someone's arm off. Uh, yeah. But here she looks a little more disheveled. Uh, you can see there's a streak of blood across the apron that she wears over her nice dress. I'll draw my sword and I'll walk into the room. Excellent. Just yeah. kind of getting a lay of the land here. Uh. She she looks up wild-eyed and, 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 and sees you entering the room with your sword drawn. And she goes, ah, excellent. Test subjects! No. Uh-huh. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me initiative there, Indigo? Damn it. Yeah, you got it. 
four. Excellent. What would you like to do? I'm going to rush at the platform. I'm going to draw my new bastard sword. I'm going to yeah. hold it in two hands. I'm going to rush up nice. the platform. Excellent. Excellent. So you rush towards the platform, uh, swinging your sword at... At her, if I can at, reach. At her. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can do that. Yeah, that's, we're, we're here to kill her. Okay. So if I use this sword in two hands, do I roll... Is it a D8 damage? It is a D8 of damage, yes, indeed. Ooh, nice. Might be a Get her to tell us where the warp stone is, too. That's just a bonus. Yes. No. Yes. So don't kill her outright. Know. Uh, ooh, that's a good roll. That is a 23. Yes, you slam the nice. sword into uh, Lady Marguerite. Uh, roll, four and get, points of damage. Four points of damage. She shrieks in pain and jumps backwards away from you as you're cut. You notice she is wearing this heavy leather apron, which absorbs a little bit of the blow, but there is a big slash across it now, and the, the blood stain uh, starts to get uh, uh, red with, with her own blood. Uh, Mina, what are you doing? Um, I was frantically Googling to remember how my protection from evil spell worked. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> it would do anything about the Frankenstein, but I couldn't find it in time. So, um, I'm just going to cast, I'm going to cast protection from evil on Indigo. Um, and, uh, if I can do something. You rush up behind <laughs> Indigo, you place your hand on his back, um, and you cast your spell. Roll your... Yes. Ah, with a five. So that Excellent. works. So okay. Indigo, you now have plus two to your uh, armor class and saving throws. And you cannot be touched by conjured creatures. For... Conjured Excellent. creatures. Okay. Yeah. That's not helpful, but it does help with these. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeffy, what are you doing? Um, I, so can I get to her? Or is she still? She like you can you can rush around the other side of the platform. So this sort of this platform between you and her, uh, Indigo has run around the the feet side, let us say, and and swung his sword at her, and she's kind of lurched backwards. So you could rush around the other side if you wanted to to get at her. Is the creature twitching alive? Yes, it is. It it, it definitely did just sort of twitch and jerk when that when that lightning flash struck. Okay, that's problematic. Uh, I will rush around to get her. I will okay. rush around to get to her. Now, okay. where is the warp stone, lady? The Dagmar's moon beam stuff. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 14. Um, a 14. Um, yeah, yeah, a 14 will hit. A 14 will hit. Oh, goody. Yeah. Okay. But, but no sneak, just because she's no, in there. No, yes, uh, not not at this time. Four points. Okay. Cut into her okay. four points of damage. Yo, she shrieks yo. in pain, and she says, You'll never steal my stone from me! Bruno. <laughs> just head to Bretonia right now. Can... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> can I tell if there's a like like so something's there, there's like a, a rod or something 
that the lightning was conducted along to reach the body, right? There was a so you can see uh, if you look at the picture here, there's two um, uh, orbs fairly high up that are attached by by metal poles on the foot and the head of the of the okay. table, and they each have uh, like a metal cable attached to the top that then leads up into the ceiling. Okay. I want to see if I can either knock over the orb or detach the metal cable. Okay. Preferably without electrocuting myself, but... Uh, Are you rushing towards the one at the head or the one at the feet? Oh, uh, I. where is the fighting taking place? Kind of on the other side, uh, because she's been attacked now from both sides. So okay, uh, okay, this, okay. this table, this whole platform is in the dead center of the room. So okay. so Indigo went right and Yeffy went left and they circled around the table and then, okay. now they're kind of pushed back towards the windows where where you can see the fight being outlined by the, the flashes of lightning. I'll go for the one at the head. I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, one at the head. Okay. Okay, you rush over to the one at the head. Uh, you can see that it is fairly firmly bolted to the table. You could try to rip it off if you wanted to. Uh, how is the core, the wire connected? Um, the wire's connected up at the top, near the bulbous top end of it. Uh, and it's just like wrapped around and twisted. So it could probably be removed, but you'd have to climb up there. Oh, man. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, great. Great, that's no problem. I just do it. I'm pretty okay. sure uh, I'm not. As long as I'm not touching the ground, I won't conduct. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So I'll just hurry up it. <laughs> I'm pretty an, sure. Give me an agility test. Ooh, uh, nineteen. Okay, that's you right. you, wow. you 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 just grab onto the pole and you kind of climb up to the top of the pole and you 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 untwist the wire and you let it go and it swings free. <clears throat> Yes. Okay. Excellent. Great. And this is fairly thick, thick cable-y kind of kind of stuff. So it kind of takes you a moment. Uh, she 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 looks at you, Indigo, maniacally, and she says, "You're too late. Come to life, my creature." She reaches her hands forward, um, and and says some strange mystical words. <laughs> Uh, I need that. Uh, where did that? No, so no, no. we all time. No magic. There it is. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, seven. Yep, that's enough. So, uh, electric uh, lightning shoots out of her hands at you, Indigo, and and she kind of positions herself such that the lightning shooting from her hits you. And then passes through you into the creature itself ah. on the table. Um, roll me, please, an agility saving throw. Okay. I, I think you have plus two to the save for protection. You do have evil, plus yeah. two to the save oh, do, yeah. due to the protection from evil spell, indeed. Yes. Uh, and I add my level to this. And you add your level. Your level and your agility right. bonus, and two for the, the spell. Yeah, so I succeed, I get a 21. Nice, nice, okay. okay. So you're only going to take half damage from this lightning bolt. Oh, oh great. Oh, Jesus. Love a good lightning damn bolt. Uh, which is 20, so you take 10 points of damage, of electric damage, as it blasts through you. 
uh, it slams into the creature as well, who jerks and sits up, snapping the 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 leather band across his chest and arms. He sits up and and you can see uh, he kind of reaches his hands forward and just mumbles forth a. But he's still strapped down at, around his thighs and ankles. Um, um, Bruno, as he gets slammed with electrical current, you feel a jolt of electricity through the pole that you are hanging onto. Uh, do you hang on or do you jump free? Oh. I, I guess I jump free. I guess okay, I've done you're well. feeling the strange electrical jolt uh, and seeing seeing the whole thing kind of light up with electricity. You let go and you tumble to the ground. Give me an agility test, please. Fourteen. Okay, you roll easily to the ground, um, but time. kind of away uh, away from the hole, uh, back towards the door that you came in. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and you can see that the electric current of the bolt of energy that she just shot kind of rise up the the poles and dance across uh, uh, the whole the whole platform and up and when it goes and in fact dances up the wire that leads up from the other pole back up to the to the ceiling. Um, Indigo, what would you like to do? Gotta hit her with my sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good choice, yeah. Shaking off the, the residual shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And it goes button chops taking straight out. Not a great roll. Thirteen? Uh, okay, you managed to just catch her. Just catch her three, points. three, three points. points. Very good. Ah! She screams out. Ah, Test me, my, my creature. Mina, what are you doing? Is this one okay to do? Is this one okay to do? She's gonna. What? Yes, do it. Do it. Uh, she's gonna do it. <laughs> um, I would like to use the staff to try and take control of the Frankenstein monster. Very good. Give me a... Um, make me a willpower check, please. Oh, I'm so not good at willpower. Oh, boy, that is an eight. Okay. You, you, you hold the staff forth, um, and you, you kind of will its power to take control of the creature's um, energy. And you're like, as you remember doing before with the skeletons, but you feel something pushing back. You feel something just kind of like, like, like you're slamming into a brick wall. And um, you see uh, Lady Marguerite cackles as she sees you holding out the staff. And she says, ha ha, you have Dagmar's staff. It won't help against my creation. Yep. Oh man! Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Stabbing her in the kidneys while yeah. she's cackling and laughing with her little. Yes. <laughs> Roll me an agility yeah. test. Let me see if you are you if you assuming you're trying to be uh, stealthing around her. Sure, she's distracted, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything that goes along with that? Well, I rolled a I, I rolled an eighteen. So, okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. So, my, so yeah, she it does seem distracted, and you circle around back behind her and jab her in the kidneys. Go ahead and make your attack at plus four. Okay. Uh, that's a sixteen. Yeah, that's a hit. 
Cool. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. Nice. You jam your blade deep into her kidney, and she screams in agony. No! And she drops in a heap of gory blood spilling out from her, uh, all over the all over the wooden platform and soaking into her lovely dress. Nice, nice. Just oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drawing forth your blade, just covered in her blood. <laughs> you realize she's not going to be telling uh, you anything. I've gotten used to fighting more tougher stuff. Ooh. Bruno, what are you doing? Is this thing still <laughs> sitting up? Yes, it is. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I don't. I don't know how much of this I can accomplish. My goal is to grab that super thick metal wire and try to wrap it around the thing to get it back onto the table. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can pull it down or what yeah. the exact situation yeah. is. It is clumsy enough that I won't have you roll. Like, you can try to grab the cable and wrap it around it, and it is still kind of stuck with uh, on the with its legs. Its legs are still stuck to the table, and it's reaching and grasping, but it's clearly quite clumsy. The real problem is going to be pulling it back down to the table. So I'll ask you to make a strength roll to see if you can actually <laughs> force him force him back into okay. a into a laying position. Ten. Yeah, it, it's just uh, he's it's massive size and his yeah. his bulging muscles. And as you you look at him, you realize that he's all stitched together. That he's clearly made of different parts. One arm is slightly bigger than the other. There's in fact stitching that goes right down the center of his face. Uh, he's kind of got two different face halves of faces, mm -hmm. um, and he's just incredibly strong. And he just resists uh, yeah. being being shoved down. You've you've got the cable around him, and you're like trying to pull. And you're like, ah, it's not working. Uh, it continues to thrash and try, and it, and it's trying to pull out of the um, out of the straps at its legs. But it's not like just reaching down and opening the buckle. It's just like trying to pull and shift its body to to rip okay. itself free. But it's not quite uh, able to do it. Indigo, what are you doing? I'm gonna try to cut this thing's head off. Down? Oh, okay, that was the table. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Uh, ah! Ooh, that's better. Uh, that is a 21. Okay, okay. Uh, for seven points of damage. Okay. You, uh, your sword bites deep into its neck. Uh, and, and you notice that there's all stitching around there, and you've just cut a whole bunch of stitching free, and its head kind of flops to the side. And it's still, like, moving around, oh. but its head is kind of, like, only half on and flopping around as it continues oh. to wave its arms around. Mina, what do you do? This is the headless season. <laughs> um, so, um, Marguerite, she's dead? She looks dead? She looks pretty dead. Yeah, yeah. Looks pretty dead. Her blood is um, soaking into the, into the wood of the platform, dripping I'm onto gonna... the stone floor. Uh, um, I'm gonna just shoot a magic magic missile at the the Frankenstein, having okay. concluded that the staff isn't gonna work on it. Very good. Um, I don't know if I can um, target them, but I'd like to sort of target where uh, Indigo cut like most of its head off to maybe just cut 
arrest. We could add a, do something. Go ahead. Roll, roll your, roll your, uh, roll your spell <laughs> casting. Let's see if it goes off. It goes off. Uh, no, it does not. That was a two. Okay. Okay. You, you flustered. You try to call forth the magic. It doesn't come. Yeffy, what are you doing? Um. Uh, Yeffy quickly kind of goes, yeah, and kind of kicks. What's her face? And um, and then she's like, oh god, it's a monster! And we'll try to hack at the monster. Okay. She's not smart enough to be like, let's remove its head. So <laughs> she doesn't hit. <laughs> no. I rolled four, so no matter what I no. plus is. Bruno. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, with the, the struggling and Bruno trying to <clears throat> hoist it down and Indigo stabbing at it. Bruno, Just get out of the way! What's going on? Bruno, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I'm up here anyway. I'm. I guess I let go of this cord and I leap up and just try to grab onto its head, like with my arms and legs, and just you know, yank it the rest of the way off. Oh my god! Roll me a strength yeah. roll. <laughs> Damn it! I gotta stop oh, rolling. This woman, I'm terrible. Natural twenty. What a night! Yeah. What a, Bruno what a lands on his shoulders. Ah, heaves ah. and just with a sick ripping sound rips the remainder of the head off. Blood just fountains up out of its neck stump and just douses Bruno in blood. And the whole thing lurches for a moment and then and then falls backward and Bruno goes tumbling tumbling backwards uh, landing back against the wall still holding clutched in his hands the head of the creature. Now that's how you get ahead in life. Oh, God. Oh, there's so much that's, fun in my mouth. That's where, that's where we'll end tonight. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Wow. Uh, this, this castle is worse than I thought it was going to be. And we've basically been dreading it for the entire last season. Uh, and we, we still gotta find so much stuff. Oh, God. I hate we still gotta find stuff. Yeah, we're not done. We're not even done. That would destroy us. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I like the requests to try and make sure that you get to ask uh, Marguerite some questions, and then you just stab the crap I out just of her. Yeah, I just stab the guy. Well, there are other Ooh, options. Do this. Yeah, yeah, we could have asked her a bunch of stuff, but would it have been worth it? No. She did one one spell and it did 20 damage. No one wanted to deal with that. Excellent. Let's be honest. All right. Oh, All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for tonight's exciting <laughs> escapades. Uh, and uh, hopefully next uh, episode we'll be able to treat you to yet another beheading. Uh, we'll see, <laughs> see if we can... <laughs> Go, go for the trifecta. season. Oh my goodness. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye.